0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome along, this is episode 9 of series 3 of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. Now this episode is called The Grand Illusion, part 2, Can You Enjoy This Temporary World? In this episode, Prem takes a light-hearted but profound look at the difference between the temporary and the permanent in our lives. And how we can learn to enjoy and thrive in a temporary world as long as we are connected to the permanent. For more details, for more information and all sorts of other things, head over to rawat.com This podcast is brought to you thanks to Yudo's Oil, made with your health in mind. www.yudoschoice.com and www.theyudo.com.
2: Hello everyone, uh, Prem Rawat here. So um, this is the second part of uh, the one of the presentations that I had done yesterday and uh, a question was brought up uh, and I'd like to answer it. And the question that was brought up was, so because all this We talk about the permanent and we talk about the temporary. So, there is this temporary. What does that really mean? I mean, does that mean that we don't enjoy it, that we stay away from it? And, you know, uh, I have to say that from a very long time ago, I would say things, and people would automatically assume what it might be, or the consequences might be. So, if I say to somebody that, you know, uh, you need peace, they automatically assume, because I think they heard it somewhere, that they'll become a vegetable. Well, I I, I don't know where that comes from. Or, about the temporary, that that means we shouldn't enjoy the temporary. It makes no difference. The example that I would like to give is, say you arrive in a city and uh, you have business there, you're going to be there for two or three days, so you check into a hotel. Now. They make hotels quite nice, but everybody coming into that hotel, more or less, I mean, I guess there are some guests that are permanent, (laughs) but most of the people coming to that hotel are there, uh, and their visit is very temporary in nature. So they come, they come, they stay for a few days, maybe a week, maybe overnight, and then they move on. So, when what happens when they come there? Well, they might go to their room. If they're particularly tired, they might take a shower. Should they enjoy that shower? Well, of course, they can enjoy that shower. That's not a problem. That's not going to take away the enjoyment of the shower that you have at all. And then maybe uh, after you've taken a shower and you're nice and relaxed, you decide to take a five-minute nap, so you lie down on the bed. Well, that's very relaxing. That's that's very enjoyable, but that doesn't mean that now when you arrive home, your bed will be missing. No. What is in that hotel uh, is in that hotel. You might turn on the television, might enjoy a movie, uh, you might order in... Um, Room service is very popular in in, in, in hotels, and you might, you know, enjoy a decadent uh, meal, you know, some French fries and cakes and pancakes and hot maple syrup and ice cream and, you know, kids' menu is really usually very good in regards to that. So, why do we automatically assume that because this is temporary in nature, That it cannot be enjoyed. It can be enjoyed, but you have to remember what is nature is. That one day all of this won't be. That there is a difference. Now, this room that I am using, I have used this before, this room. And right now where I am, it's very, very hot. So you know. It's a good thing that these, these videos don't go on for too long because the air conditioning is running. And then just before I start to do these videos, I turn the air conditioning off so that you won't have to put up with the noise. But I know that that's not the way it's always going to be, that winter will come. And when the winter comes, it'll be very cold. The air conditioning won't be on. It'll be the heater. And that works out fine for making... Videos, because you wear a jacket or some warm clothes and it all works out. So, as we go, as we live our lives, there is our relationship with the permanent because the permanent resides inside of us. This is this very peculiar thing that existence really is. Because here, the two most unlikely things have come together. And what are the two most unlikely things? The finite, extremely finite in nature, and the infinite, extremely infinite in nature, have come together and allow and present a possibility to experience that the finite gets to experience the infinite. That is remarkably enjoyable. That is remarkably good. That's remarkably beautiful. A few days ago, um, I was in Germany. And something happened there. I was at this house. The house was okay. It was a nice house. And it was like a bed and breakfast. And the... You know, it didn't have air conditioning, so that, that didn't make it. And, and, and those particular days that I was there, was pretty hot in Munich. Then so one day I came and I see there's three people standing in the living room and they're looking out the window. And I look out the window and there's this uh, machine and it's, it's going back and forth over the grass. And to me, it was pretty obvious what it was. It was a lawnmower. Uh, one of those automatic lawn mowers. it, it, it uh, uses uh, GPS and it uses a wire and that's its intelligence. It, it knows not to cross that wire. And so you can set up a perimeter and it goes and it cuts the grass. And then when it's running out of battery, it goes and it knows where its spot is, where it needs to charge and it'll go and charge itself. And then once it has charged, it'll go and cut some more grass. So I'm looking at them, and they're like, they are really looking at this thing. And I say, what are you looking at? And they go, that machine. I said, that machine, yeah. Do you know what that is? And one person answered, yes, it is a do vacuum, so do, dew, D-E-W, do, dew, vacuum. And I said, how, what, you know, it's like, what, what brought you to that conclusion?" And of course this person had never seen one of these machines and certainly hadn't seen one of these machines in action. And so I'm sure that when he saw this thing going around and around and around and doing his thing. It's like, well, what is it doing? And it does not look like a lawnmower. It looks very different than the lawnmower that this person was used to. And so he, I am sure, stood there and probably scrambled his head quite a bit, trying to figure out what this thing is, and came to the conclusion that it was a dew vacuum. And the explanation that this person proceeded to give me was in case you want to take a walk on the grass early in the morning, uh, this machine will come and suck up the dew, then the grass will be dry and you won't get your feet wet. I started laughing. I laughed and we all had a good laugh about it and I explained to them what it was So I really started thinking about that and it's like we come up against something and we can't figure it out. I mean, there's no common frame of reference, never seen that before. A lot of people, when they first walk into a cockpit, they haven't seen, if they haven't seen circuit breakers with the particular kinds that they use in airplanes, which are almost like buttons, they look like buttons, they think they're buttons. Because they look like buttons, but they're circuit breakers, they're like fuses. And they think, oh my god, so many buttons. It's not the buttons, there's quite a few of the circuit breakers, but that's what they are. And so when we come across something that we have no common reference for, we have no experience, no understanding of what it is, We automatically assume, and when it comes to the infinite, that is certainly the case. It's no common frame of reference. Not too many people talk about it, certainly not when we're growing up. When we're growing up, it's very particular. The things that we are taught depends where you come from, you know. there's a joke about that. Uh, this, this young girl went to her mom and said, Mommy, um, you know, where, where do human beings come from? And the mother said, well, uh, you know, there was Adam, there was Eve, and God created them, and then they went on, and, and, and here we have the whole human race that came from that. So she thought about it. It didn't make too much sense to her, so she went to her dad. Says, Dad, Dad, how did human beings come about? How did they come to be? And the father said, Well, there were these monkeys, and the monkeys, you know, made going through the evolution slowly, and from the monkeys, we have all derived, and, and this is how we all came to be. Now the girl was thoroughly confused. So she went to her mother and said, Mom, 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 Dad said, that we all came from monkeys. And the mother looked at the little girl and said, well, I just told you about my side of the family where we came from. Maybe his side of the family, they all came from monkeys. And I read this joke, it was funny. It was, it's funny. But the thing is, there are people who believe one way, there are people who believe the other way, and they are, you know, very, very staunch about it. This is, this is how it is, and you know, because this is what they have been taught. But most of the things that we talk about or the way we look at things are the things that have been put inside of us, not by us, but by other people. And therefore, something that is temporary, what is the point of enjoying it? Well, but the cake that's on your plate is temporary too. You're going to eat it and you're going to thoroughly enjoy it, Right? I mean, the ice cream in the bowl, that's temporary for sure, especially when it's hot outside. It's going to melt. It's not going to stay ice cream. And whilst there's still this ice cream, you're going to to want to eat it. You're going to want to enjoy it. But you understand the nature. You understand the nature of the ice cream. You understand the nature of that cake. You understand the nature of all those things that are temporary. And those things that are temporary, you would like to eat them quickly so they don't spoil. No, because you understand that temporary nature and you understand, if you can, the nature of the permanent, that all this that we get all excited about, oh, this is this way, oh, look, this has been invented, should Should we not be excited about those inventions that are truly incredible? We should be. We should be excited. Sure, that's fine. But at the same token, understand that that is not the permanent. That somewhere you have to have a connection with the permanent. What is temporary is temporary. It is here, it may not be here, but at the same token, you also have to understand the nature of the infinite, of the permanent, that which cannot be created, which cannot be destroyed, that is. And you know, in all of us, as human beings, we yearn every day to be fulfilled.
0: Heavy Pencil
1: actor of my experience you just get a run dry a
0: podcast sitcom with anna crilly and tony gardner i
1: right. played, i played yeah. edmund gelder and he played fanny snatch
0: the observer called it a lovely thing wonderfully funny pitched perfectly produced with a light touch i'm
1: not having any more of this i need you to pull me off
0: immediately heavy pencil from great big owl there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: We want to be fulfilled. It isn't about anything in particular. We just want, we, we like to feel fulfilled so we automatically assume it is this will that this this thing in this world that will fulfill me there is this thing that will fulfill me this is this thing that will fulfill me but there are so many assumptions one day the grandfather turned to his uh, granddaughter and said Honey, do you have a newspaper? Can I borrow a newspaper? And she went, Dad, Grand, Granddad, Granddad, we don't use newspapers anymore. That was a long time ago. Now it's all about iPads, and it's about iPhones, and it's about all these tablets that you can have. Here, here is my iPad, and, you know, this is what we use. We don't use newspapers anymore. And the guy took the iPad. And I can tell you one thing, that fly had no idea what it hit. And the next thing you know, the iPad is in pieces, but so is the fly. He wanted to kill a fly. She assumed he wanted to read news and she said, well, no, use the iPad. But completely wrong if you can start using iPad to kill flies. These assumptions go on. There's no limit to these assumptions. Doctor says something, and we assume automatically the worst. Somebody uh, assumes says something, we assume automatically the worst. I mean, it was so wonderful. It was so wonderful to... St- to watch some of the police officers who who came to the to the you know the Black Lives Matter demonstrations that they were having, and they actually joined them. It, it, it was such a breath of fresh air, and it was so wonderful that they actually joined them. They just wanted everything to be peaceful, and it stayed that way. Of course, where there was confrontation, things didn't go so well. So, we have the capacity in us to really take a look and be able to say, okay, this is what I'm going to get out of this, and this is what I'm going to get out of this. I should not expect permanence from the fulfillment that I will receive from this temporary it will be also temporary by its nature. And the permanent will give me that fulfillment that will be so much more permanent, or I should say, that will be permanent in my life, in my existence. Because remember, I wasn't, I am, and I won't be. And people will automatically jump to, what does that mean, I wasn't? Well, you weren't. But you are. Would you please focus on that you are? I know people will immediately jump to well, we won't be. What do you mean? That's not what I was told. You know, we're gonna go through this, and we're gonna go through. I mean, pick a religion. And they will tell you, you will go through this, you'll go through this, and then you'll arrive here, and you've got heaven, you got, you know, in India you have the paradise, the Hindu religion, you have the paradise, then you have the vakunt, which is, you know, total liberation. You don't come back from there into this cycle of birth and death and birth and death and birth and death. But my point is, are you paying any attention to where you are? Because if you aren't, then something is going to be wrong. You are more busy contemplating about that which isn't than that which is. Is. And it becomes, this life should not be a comedy of errors, otherwise it will become a comedy of errors. And it'll be one error after another error after another error after another error. And people become disappointed because they're looking for the fulfillment from this temporary, when they don't get that fulfillment, or they they get disappointed, disappointment. Very high level of anxiety is produced from this world, in this world. Human beings, they they get disappointed and they will kill themselves. Well, what's that all about? Because you're not paying attention to how things are. That in this veil of everything that is so temporary, there is something that is permanent and that is there in your life in your existence and this thing called life is the confluence is the is the joining is the meeting of the two the infinite and the finite and what have you been created as as the ultimate experiencing machine one of the things you can do you can experience you can have joy in your life you can have fulfillment in your life you can have these wonderful wonderful gifts and They can be ours to have. And this we can take with us wherever we go, whatever happens to us. And you know, existence is not a matter of convenience of what it is convenient to think about and how, you know, it'd be so great if we are—we uh, don't actually die. We just move, we go somewhere else. But I know, I know, I know, sounds great, sounds like a wonderful thing. It just doesn't sound realistic for all this to end one day and ta-da, gone. But like I said, you know, you've got that obituary column in the newspaper, so-and-so went, so-and-so went, so-and-so went. How come you don't have a other one? So-and-so came back, so-and-so came back, so-and-so came back, so-and-so came back. Is it obvious? Is it that obvious? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Is it? Nice to accept that. Mm, Tough. So when somebody says, don't waste your time, that the present is called the present because it is a present. Do you really see the present as a present, a gift that has been given to you? Or do you see it as something else? Do you see it as challenges? Are you trying to extract from this temporary some form of permanence which this temporary can never give because it has none to give? And for that, you're going to have to look within you. Within you, where that beauty resides, where that simplicity resides. And then, when you put away, put aside your assumptions. I mean, should you have assumptions about all this world? Go right ahead. I don't care. See, it's all temporary, it's just a play. You're playing a play in this. You can get angry. And your, you know, co-actor can get angry. And that co-actor can pretend to take a knife and stab you with it. And you can pretend to fall down only to get right back up again when the curtain falls. But it's only a play. 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 Should you be a good actor? Why not? Be a great actor. Should you really get into this role? Absolutely get into the role. But know that you return back when the curtain falls. You're done. It's kind of like the Cinderella story, isn't it? yes, the pumpkin has been turned into a chariot and everything is wonderful and but the midnight strikes. And everything goes back to the way it was. Well, that's what happens. It's happened before. It will happen again. And nobody is exempt from it. People have tried to make themselves exempt, Houdini said to his wife, he said, any which way I will try, I will try to get hold of you. He was such a great artist, escape artist. I can always escape from even wherever I end up. He didn't, he couldn't. So when somebody says, you're made out of dirt, Should, we, should you be shocked? Is that belittling you? No, this is just stating a fact. Should give some thought to it. Oh my God, what's going on here? Dirt talks, dirt walks, dirt has learned how to fly airplanes, fly gliders, fly helicopters, swim deep underwater, create rockets, reach for the moon, reach for the planets, sure, sure, fantastic, great, amazing, but don't forget, dirt is dirt, and one day it will try to join the big dirt, where it came from. This is true of the pharaohs. They believed that, you know, there was a lot going on. After they died, they were there, 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 and they're going to need all these people. Then they would bury the people alive, and they would bury the animals alive, and the chariot, and the horses. They're still here. They're never. They never went anywhere. So it is. So it is. Whether you like it or not, whether you accept it or not, it is what it is, but you can extract something wonderful that, yes, my mission here is to gather joy, is to gather clarity, is to gather understanding, is to be fulfilled. How wonderful if it can be that way for us, not assumptions, but clarity. That that which was, is and will be versus us who wasn't, is and won't be versus What isn't, wasn't, isn't, and won't be. Connect. Connect in your heart, in your being, with that. That was, is, and will be. How wonderful. How beautiful that journey of life can be for each one of us. I'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Stay well.
1: Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what Prem Rawat talks about, he offers a practical online course. It's called PEAK to help you understand and experience personal peace. Just head to premrawat.com and click on PEAK. And Prem's new book, Hear Yourself, How to Find Peace in a Noisy World, is published by HarperCollins and it's now available for pre-order at hearyourselfbook.com. That's hearyourselfbook.com, H-E-A-R, yourselfbook.com. Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is... Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What a great podcast. Shappi Korsandi, you're too kind. The podcast is... But it's called... biographical. Oh. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster.
0: I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn.
1: Can you tell your friends?
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.